What up, 12s? Welcome in to this Wednesday happy hour edition of Seahawks Today Live. Tyler Jones here with you. Thanks for hanging out with us as we continue to celebrate that Seahawks win from over the weekend on Monday night. And we have plenty to talk about as we will catch up on the latest news and rumors from across the NFL with your Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we'll be discussing Jamal Adams, Bryce Callahan, also got an injury update on Geno. We will preview this weekend's matchup with the Seahawks and the Titans. Also, uh, coming up later on, we will uh, get to our stock up, stock, stock down segment, tell you who is headed in the right and wrong direction for Seattle. And then we'll answer some mailbag questions coming up at the end of the show. Use hashtag Seahawks or Super Chat to get on the mailbag portion of the show. People already filing in uh, with some Super Chats. Virgil with a $5. Super Chat, getting the show started. It says, start the show. Cut Jamal Adams today. No need to keep that locker room cancer around. Uh, man, I got some thoughts about Jamal Adams. Virgil, I will uh, save those for a bit because, uh, believe me, we're going to get we're gonna talk plenty of Jamal Adams today. But I do have Smitty in the house here with me, and uh, I'll bring him in for the first time today and get his thoughts on uh, Jamal Adams here. Smitty, good to see you. Happy Wednesday. Uh, end of my week. I'm yeah. uh, I'm off the next few days. Uh, enjoy a little early Christmas myself. But uh, Jamal Adams was not in the building Monday. Knee injury, maybe, maybe not. More on that in a bit. What do you make of everything with Jamal right now? He wasn't playing well before all that, too. Listen, uh, am I going to complain about the absence of Jamal Adams when not only did the Seahawks not allow a big play on Monday Night Football, but they won the football game. No, I'm not going to complain about Jamal Adams not being here. I'm on Virgil's side. Uh, cut that money. Uh, eat it. You're going to have to for the next couple of years. But I think it's a chick- addition by subtraction with Jamal Adams. I think you're, you may be right. You may be on to something there. I'll, I'll say this much. This is a tease for later. I think we've seen the last of Jamal Adams in the Seahawks uniform. I think he has played his last game. Really? I don't know if he's played his last game. He might play again this season, but I wouldn't guarantee that. I, I definitely can't guarantee that. I think he, you know, I think Pete Carroll likes him enough to where he's going to play him, but this never remains to be seen. Does Jamal Adams even want to be on the field for Seattle? Who knows? All right. Uh, Virgil, thanks for that $5 super chat. That's our poll question right now, too. 60% of you believe that he has played his last game for the Seahawks. Peter with a $2 Super Chat. Good to see you, Peter. Thanks for being here with us and uh, uh, sending in that Super Chat and really just uh, getting this show started off with a bang. Let's go to said Super Chat menu and uh, let you know, guys know uh, what you are paying for today. Uh, first time Super Chatters, uh, you get the Seahawks chant. $5 Super Chat, a little uh, truth or dare. $10 Super Chat, we're taking shots. Uh, we'll go to the Patron Zone right here. $20 Super Chat will go with a, uh, a beer chug. I'm not going to lie. I did accidentally grab a Coke Zero, so it might be a Coke Zero chug, but it'll, it'll get the job done. Uh, and then $100 Super Chat to get a spot at the Emerald Club. That is our Seahawks Day Hall of Fame. And this boot is filling up fast. I think we might have to start filling in on the, the foot of the boot next and just complete that thing with only a few more uh, weeks left to go in the season. So... Uh, dollar sign next to the chat box if you want to contribute, be part of the show there, and uh, send us a super chat. Uh, with that $5 super chat that came in, uh, a little uh, truth or dare uh, that uh, I'll pose out there. We'll do. I'll, I'll, we'll go easy on, uh, on this truth. Uh, Smitty, favorite Seahawks player ever is? Cam Chancellor. And I've said that before on this show, so I'll, I'll give you guys another one who gave me a ton of great memories uh, as a kid. I'm going to go Doug Baldwin. Love me some Dougie B. Okay. Not a bad answer. Not bad answer. That's like my under-the-radar answer. Like, you know, not one of the Legion of Boom members, not Russ, not Bobby. Like, Doug, or you know what? No, 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 no. You know who my favorite member of that defense really, really was outside of Cam Chancellor? Michael Bennett. Michael mm. Bennett is a big-time favorite Seahawk of mine. I love the intensity he played with. You know, I've given out several names in the past. I got another name to bring up that I've never talked about before. Uh, I love Michael Robinson. Mike oh, Rob. The yeah, the fullback. Yes, 
Mike Robb, uh, he's great on TV, too. Yeah, he is great. Um, Mike Robb would be another one, but there's uh, plenty to go with uh, there on that front. So, uh, with that, uh, we got 58 people watching right now. Let's spam S in the chat. If you love the Seahawks, want to get this show started, go ahead and spam S right now. Smitty's going to shout out everybody that spams S. And this helps out the algorithm to get more people involved in the show and get this thing started. I want to see as many S's as we can over the next minute and see who's going to be the MVP of today's show. We'll go ahead and uh, start spamming those right now. I got some S's in there. Now you guys, your turn to follow suit. Let's get this thing going. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right. We got my guy Peter Curiel sending that super chat before he's spamming S. Shout out, Peter. Virgil saying, speaking of which, I have an authentic Russell Wilson jersey. I'll trade it somewhat for a sure. Hey, get some I'm sure you there. would. I'm sure you would. I'm not sure the other person would be taking it back. Pablo Domingo spamming S. What's up, Pablo? Luke Schrade spamming S. Virgil Tui, Space in here. What's up, Space? He'd say Kenny Easley for one of those favorite Seahawks of all time. Saling Monk, 64, spamming S. Javi, 22, or Javi. Uh, Peter Castellon, or Pedro Castellon. That Pedro. Is that, that is Peter in Spanish. But uh, Shane Berlucci. Jaime. Jaime's here as well. Been a while, Jaime. Good to see you, man. Crazy Florida guy. Shout out to you, Nikki Taylor. Uh, Pedro, Pablo, Peter. Three peas. Three peas in a pod. Love to see it. Crazy Florida guy. Pablo, Pedro, Javi, Javi. However you want to say it. Lori Mars. Steve Javi. What up, Lori? It's the Mad Respect. What up, Mad Respect? Good to see you here. Crazy Florida guy. Pedro, Mad Respect. Lori. Beta, Beta YT. Beta, what's going on? My guy Wayne is here as well. What up, Wayne? Beta, did you get all A's this semester, man? If you yeah. didn't get all A's. How's uh, the first semester report card looking like? Beta, if you didn't get straight A's this semester, uh, you're you're going to be in trouble. Pablo, what up, brother? U-Haul. Let's go. I, I've I've driven many U-Hauls. U-Haul's here. <laughs> I hope it's not here to take me away. Cincinnati Seahawk, what up? Appreciate you spamming those S's. It's a rallying cry here at Seahawks today. It is. It's what we do to get that chat hype. Uh, we'll tell the folks about game time, then we'll get started with the show. Might, might as well. I'm in. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do the thing. 26 likes right now, by the way. Four more, and then we'll get started. Like the video, and uh, once we get to 30, we'll get this thing going. In the meantime, by the, by the way, uh, Beta YT says, of course he got all A's. We're what proud, Beta. We're proud of you. Beta! Beta! Woo! Keep, keep getting those A's, Beta. Uh... Although C's get degrees. All right, let's tell you about today's sponsor. Game time. Game time, the place to go for last-minute tickets. The lowest price is guaranteed. Here's how game time works. Whether you're looking for tickets to concerts, sporting events, comedy shows, theater productions, and more, they have plenty of seats for you and cheap ones at that. Whether you're going to a Seahawks game, you pick the price, try to find that low price, then you might even stumble upon a flash deal of sorts. And then you get to see the seat, whether you like it or not, zoom in. And then from there, you can check out and have your tickets just like that, whether it's with Apple Pay, Google Pay, you download it real easy, and you get $20 off when you use the promo code SeahawksChat. What are you waiting for? Download Game Time today. Terms and conditions to apply. Game Time, proud partner of Seahawks today, $20 off. Promo code SeahawksChat, link going in the chat right now, also in the comments and description of today's video. Um, all right, ready for the show? Start, uh, hit that like button. Uh, need some likes to get this thing going. We're at 32 right now. Let's get, let's keep on going. Let's at least get to 40. Uh, checking some more on the chat, by the way. Um, I like this from Virgil. Drive that U-Haul over to Jamal's house and move his shiz down to San Fran. Yeah, U-Haul, uh, we might need you. Uh, some help at Jamal Adams' house these days. More of that here in just a second. Like the video, and then we'll get started here. Let's uh, tell you what's on today's show. Uh, news and rumors. Seahawks-Titans game preview. Stock up, stock down. And then a, a live Q&A mailbag. All that and more. Send in your questions, hashtag Seahawks or Super Chat, to get on the mailbag version of today's show, the final segment. Without further ado, let's uh, get started. Mail uh, with uh, segment number one, uh, news and rumors. Jamal Adams, Bryce Callahan, uh, Geno Smith, <coughs> injury update, all of that. 
coming up right now here on this happy hour, Wednesday edition of Seahawks Today. Glad to have you with us. Tyler Jones, Tyler Smith-Smitty in the house here, and uh, we'll get rolling with our first segment of the day. Four-segment show ahead, uh, and uh, so stick around for uh, our entirety of this edition of Seahawks Today. We'll go ahead and uh, get started right now. Coming up on today's show, has Jamal Adams quit on the Seattle Seahawks? We'll explain what's going on with Jamal Adams and this Seahawks team in just a bit. Also, one NFL insider is recommending that the Seahawks need to make a move to sign veteran corner Bryce Callahan. We'll explore that possibility. And we have an injury update on Geno Smith, a very good one at that, that we'll be bringing you here in just a matter of moments. Before we get to any of that, though, folks, the Seahawks are right on the verge of being a playoff team, but they need all the help they can get at this point, folks. Like today's video if you want the Seahawks to make the postseason. Don't jinx it. Don't be the guy. Don't be the reason the Seahawks missed the playoffs because you didn't like today's video. Simple as that. Hit that like button. We'll get started with today's show. So if you were around yesterday, you may have seen some reports circulating the interwebs that Jamal Adams was a straight-up healthy scratch and did not play in Monday's game against the Philadelphia Eagles that he could have but opted not to, which is interesting with all things considered. We all know about how bad he played against the Niners and that this season has not gone well at all for Jamal Adams and that the days seem to be numbered about his time in Seattle at this point. Now, Pete Carroll, in a radio interview, defended Jamal Adams' absence. He said something to the contrary of the reports that were out there of the healthy scratch. He said that it was the knee injury and that he felt like that Adams did not need to be in the building for this game, that It was an excused absence for him not even being there to support his teammates. Listen to this from Pete Carroll. It's been so difficult on him. He has not been able to get all the way he's got everything feeling right. So we've been working with him all season, working with the recovery versus the preparation mode. It's been hard. It's a very, very difficult injury. He's doing everything he can. Now, I'll say this. We cannot confirm or deny if Jamal Adams was a healthy scratch or not, okay? Um, we can only speculate. But I can sit here and say, despite what Pete Carroll says, and I think Pete is kind of looking out for his players, especially after the backlash that Pete got of calling out some of his players last week, that Pete is trying to, you know, put, put away a fire of some sorts. The truth of the matter is, it's inexcusable, Okay. No matter what, Jamal should have been there for his teammates. He should have been supporting his team. It was a big game, the biggest of the year. I understand if he can't get it a go, if he wasn't healthy, that's one thing. But not to even be present for a home game, I'm bothered by that. I have an issue with that. And this season, Jamal Adams has played horrible. He has been a liability for this Seahawks team. He has set this defense back. The numbers have not been good this season. And based on what we saw from Seattle on Monday night, the Seahawks are a better team without Jamal Adams. With the way this defense shut down the Philadelphia Eagles, the breakout performance of Julian Love was outstanding. The guy had two interceptions. It was arguably the best game of his entire career. Two things can be true at once. This Seahawks team plays better without Jamal but that Jamal should have at least been in the building to support his team. I can believe both those things. So, what do you think? Has Jamal Adams potentially played his last game with the Seattle Seahawks? I hope so. I'm done. I am done with Jamal Adams. Should Seattle just bench him and say sayonara, whether he's healthy or not? Why for yes and for no? Weigh in the comment section. Tell me what you think if you're done with Jamal Adams or not. Today's show, sponsored by Game Time. Game Time, the place to go for the best seats for the lowest prices guaranteed. Sporting events, concerts, theater productions, comedy shows, and more. Here's how it works. You pick the event you want to go to. 
they got the prices listed. And then from there, you pick out your seats. And you don't want to miss out on those flash sale opportunities that Game Time has available for you. You can see if you like the seat or not. Within a matter of moments, you're picking out your seat. You're checking out with Game Time. And you can use Apple Pay, Google Pay, all very easy. You download your tickets. In just a matter of moments, you don't have to worry about dealing with those skanky scalpers and all that. This is safe and secure. And just in time for Christmas, I am being very generous. Because I love you all and wish you a Merry Christmas, I am offering you $20 off your first purchase on Game Time when you use the promo code SeahawksChat. So, download Game Time today, start saving and use that promo code to get $20 off. Link is in the comments and description of today's video. Download Game Time today. Terms and conditions to apply. Game Time, proud partner of Seahawks today. Bryce Callahan, could he be making his way to Seattle? Bleacher Report, NFL insider Matt Holder is recommending that the Seahawks make a move to sign the veteran corner. Listen to this from Holder. Seahawks came into Monday night pretty beat up at cornerback as Devin Witherspoon, Artie Burns, and Trey Brown were all listed on this week's injury report. Well, none of their injuries are expected to be serious. It might be smart to bring in a veteran just in case. Callahan would be a good option since he has experience covering the slot and out wide. Now, personally, it isn't a bad idea at all. I I like Bryce Callahan. I know that he's dealt with some injuries over his career. But for a guy that had a really good 2022 season, I am shocked that he remains available at this point of the year. Regular season's almost done with. And this is a guy that had three interceptions last year in 2022. He's not terribly old either. His first season in the league was all the way back in 2015. And he's coming off the best season of his career, career eyes and tackles, passes defended, interceptions. Now, do the Seahawks necessarily need a corner? Not really. That's where I, I differ from the analysis that, that Matt Holder is talking about here. We've seen the Seahawks' depth pay off, and you did get Kobe Bryant back from injury a couple of weeks ago. Trey Brown uh, is fully healthy now, already burns and all that. You're still waiting on Devin Witherspoon. But you've seen those type of things pay off. So for me, I don't think it's the end of the world. You don't have to have Bryce Callahan, but certainly wouldn't hurt if you do decide to bring him to the fold. So I'm open to the possibility. Shouldn't cost you too much at this juncture as well. What do you guys think? Should the Seahawks sign Bryce Callahan or not? Type S for sign. Type P for pass. Weigh in. In that comment section, let us know what you think. Folks, we're talking about your Seattle Seahawks each and every day with Daily news and rumors. We're bringing you live shows every Wednesday, watch parties every game day, and on top of all of that, we bring you our mailbags here on the channel. The best part about it, all of it is free here on Seahawks Today. Join the 46,000 faithful, and we're growing. We are going to get to 50,000, hopefully before the end of the season. For the best Seahawks coverage on YouTube, subscribe now for free. Join us every day on Seahawks Today. We got you covered. One final note before we wrap up today's show, Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith is on track to make his triumphant return for Seattle. The Seahawks QB missed weeks 14 and 15 with a groin injury, but today he made his return to the practice field as a full go. Last week he was a limited participant. Brady Henderson tweeting out the following, Seahawks QB Geno Smith will be a full go in practice today per Pete Carroll. That's exciting for us, he said. And it's very exciting uh, for the Seahawks to have Geno Smith back. Last week, according to Carroll, Smith did minimal work. Uh, I know that people were certainly curious if he was going to be able to start last Monday when he was activated. And ultimately, he was out there in warm-ups. But from the sounds of it, it looked like that Geno Smith was not as far along as the Seahawks indicated uh, when it comes to came to his availability on Monday night, that Drew Locke was going to be the guy no matter what, uh, that they were kind of you know letting on the, the Eagles of some sorts game plan-wise. 
Credit to Pete Carroll, by the way, for doing the right thing, not push, not rushing Geno back uh, before he was ready, playing him Monday night. Obviously, it was the right call to go with Drew Locke with the way that he played and, you know, the confidence in Drew Locke's ability to fill in in that role and win the biggest game of Drew Locke's career at this point. So credit where credit's due. It was the right call. Um, now the question becomes, you know, between these two, what's, what's things look like beyond from here? Um, you know, is there pressure on Geno to perform now that we saw Drew Locke play very well and lead a comeback win last week? Is there a potential controversy of some sorts? A lot of people, I was checking the comments, and some of you were saying that uh, the Seahawks need to go ahead and turn the job over to Drew Locke. I, I do think that's ridiculous. I don't think there's any quarterback controversy here personally. The Seahawks have already said, Pete Carroll and company, that there is no quarterback controversy at this time. But it is convenient that uh, we see Geno make his return and get fully healthy immediately after Drew Locke has a big game like that. Who should start? Who's the guy you would roll with? If you're Pete Carroll, if you had to decide, Geno or Drew, type G for Geno Smith. Show us the D if you're going to Drew Locke, type D for Drew Locke. Let us know in that comment section. If you enjoyed today's show, want the Seahawks to make the playoffs, like today's video. We certainly appreciate it. We'll see you next time right here on Seahawks. All right. One segment in the books. Three more to go. We will do uh, our game preview next. We'll get you set for Seahawks-Titans. Also got a little stock up, stock down coming up. Uh, later on, and a, a Q&A mailbag as well. But want to ask you guys, should the Seahawks bench Jamal Adams? Has he played his last game? 64% of you saying yes, 36% say no uh, on that question. Phobia uh, says trade Jamal for a decent offensive lineman. Smitty, I mean, you and I have talked about this a lot. Um the thing about Jamal and his future that's pretty obvious here is that you just kind of have to cut bait and count your losses. Nobody's taking on that contract. Nobody's nope. trading for Jamal at the level he's playing at besides just even the contract as is. Nope. You just got to eat that $20 million against the cap the next two seasons. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it's a reality. It's unfortunate, but Seattle does have a lot of young talent that hasn't yet come on the books for their second contract yet. Obviously, it's two of their best players are rookies, Devin Witherspoon and JSN. Their two sophomore tackles haven't been paid yet. So, Seattle's got the flexibility to be able to eat that money, yet still improve the roster for next season. And I think that's probably the best course of action for them. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, what do you guys think? Should the Seahawks bench Jamal Adams? Why for yes, in for no. Uh, weigh in that chat let us know what you think. Uh I don't think anybody's agreeing with you, uh, Chin of 13. Julian Love is, is definitely that guy. Uh, Steven says, I think he will retire. I don't think so. If, if I'm Jamal Adams, selfishly, I would make them pay me every dollar I can get of that $20 million over the next two years. I, I mean, from his standpoint, Smitty, like, he would be silly to just openly walk away from that money. Anybody in their right mind which, who knows, Jamal Adams might not be in his right mind. See him on Twitter? Um, he's, he, yeah, he's quit, take, quit he, calling out reporters uh, and, and their wives and all that. Just, that was childish. Just nonsense. He's going to take the money, and they're going to give it to him, unfortunately, because he's owed it. Yeah. yeah. They, they put themselves in this position. Nobody to blame but themselves. So, uh, With that, we will uh, move on. Let's get to our uh, game preview segment. And uh, we'll tell you everything you need to know about the Seahawks matchup with the Titans. Coming up on Sunday from Nissan Stadium, Christmas Eve. I love Nashville, by the way. I so wish I could be at this game because this is uh, this is my, my Seahawks in my favorite city to go visit. I mean, and Christmas. What a time this is going to be, folks. Let's tell you more about it uh, coming up right now here on Seahawks Today. Smitty, we good? Yep, better be, better be because uh, you guys are going to have to wake up early for this one. Yes. Morning Hawks. Morning Hawks. All right. Here we go. You're watching Seahawks Today by Chat Sports. Tyler Jones here. Thanks for joining us. And it is another big week in the National Football League as your Seattle Seahawks. Now with. 
the losing streak over, look to carry the momentum down to Broadway to one of the best cities in the country, Nashville, Tennessee, to take on the Tennessee Titans. Seattle at 7-7. Seven and seven. The Titans hasn't been their year. 5-9, and nine, but they got some players still with something to prove. This is still a game that definitely should not be taken lightly. We'll tell you everything you need to know about this matchup. We'll go over the injury report, keys to victory, prediction, all of that more coming up in just a matter of moments. Before we do that, we have a sub-battle this week between Seahawks today and Titans today. Jace Andrews, hold things down on that channel. He's a newer guy. And I am happy to report we are winning this sub-battle. But there is still work to be done. We need to run up the score. On those fools. Jace Andrews, he's a new guy around here. Uh, I want to make sure that we put him in his place and put the Titans in their place. That's not a real fan base. What, what, what the hell is a Titan? I mean, they should still be the Oilers, for crying out loud. Subscribe now. Let's win the sub battle. Let's win not just on the football field, but off the football field as well here on Seahawks today. Let's begin with the playoff picture in the NFC. Here is where the Seahawks stack up. Heading into the weekend, a 7-7 seven and seven record has them tied for the sixth seed. Unfortunately, they are not on the better end of said tiebreakers with the Vikings and Rams getting those spots. Also, the uh, Saints holding on to those, those other spots as well. Uh, the Niners already have the division locked up. They're trying to chase down home field. The Cowboys, Lions, and Bucks hold the other divisional spots, and the Eagles seems like whoever does not win the NFC East is going to be that five seed there between Dallas and Philly. The injury report for Seattle, uh, it includes Geno Smith with that knee injury, full go in practice on Wednesday, but we'll see exactly how he feels with that groin. Uh, He's questionable for now, but on track at least anyway to make that return to be able to play this week. D. Eskridge with the rib injury, that's been a problem for a few weeks now. Devin Witherspoon, with that hip injury he suffered against San Francisco. Seahawks did pretty well without him, actually, against Philly. And then Jamal Adams with the knee or whatever it is. Some people don't think that uh, he's actually hurt, that he was a healthy scratch last week. But nonetheless, he is at least listed on the injury report anyway. The Titans, a little more banged up than Seattle is, with some notable names like uh, Jeffrey Simmons uh, on that list. He's questionable with a knee injury. And their quarterback, Will Levis, who has uh, taken over for this uh, Tennessee Titans team for Ryan Tannehill about halfway through the season. He's got an ankle injury. His status uh, is up in the air. Sean Murphy Bunting also on that list as well with a hip injury. He is questionable. Now, for the Seattle team, this injury situation is manageable. Um, they should be able to win these this week with or without these guys, whether – they play or not. We saw Seattle pull it off against a much better Philadelphia team than this Tennessee team is. But it doesn't mean you should overlook Tennessee and they should be taken lightly. So even with that said, uh, injuries are not an excuse for losing this football game. Simple as that. Uh, Later on, I am going to give you my prediction for this matchup. And I want to hear from you guys. Who wins? What's the final score going to be? Weigh in in that comment section. Let me know how you think it plays out. Today's show is sponsored by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the place to go for daily fantasy made easy. Here's how it works you choose two or more players on any given category, get the choice of more or less, whether you are talking passing yards, fantasy points, completions, rushing yards, and more. And you can mix up different sports. I'm going with a little NFL college football combo this week. I'm going more on a couple of our Washington Huskies with uh, Michael Penix and uh, oh, uh, Rome uh, himself, Romeo Oduze. And then uh, I got uh, Russell Wilson, our old friend. I got him less than 202.5 passing yards this week. Uh, play along with us on a prize picks. With my entry there, with Michael Penix, Romeo Duze, and Russell Wilson. If I hit all three of those, I'm turning $20 into $100 on price picks. 
And we're offering you a $100 deposit match on your first entry as well. The link is in the comments and description of today's video. Pricepix.com slash CLNS. Promo code CLNS. Play along today. Pricepix, proud partner of Seahawks today. Now, our keys to victory for Seattle. What's it going to take to beat this Tennessee team? Number one, do not, do not play from behind. I have seen this way too many times with the Seahawks team throughout the season where they dig themselves into a hole and all of a sudden it's too big that the Seahawks can't overcome it and they find themselves you're just playing from behind and that changes your game plan because you have to pass the football more, you can't run it as much and all that. Just need to start off on a good note. I'm not even saying that you have to, you know, be up two scores or whatever early in this game. Just don't find yourself too far behind when this game gets going. Think about this with Tennessee, too. Since 2022, they are winless. 0-11 when trailing at the end of the third quarter. That's worst in the entire NFL, okay? So, statistically, if you are leading by the third quarter, you're going to win this game. Pretty simple. So, Seahawks, take care of business there. Number two, speed Kenneth Walker. I loved what I saw from Kenneth Walker last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's twofold, right? It's the offensive line doing their job, but also Kenneth Walker taking advantage of those opportunities in front of him. Last week was a perfect example of how the Seahawks are at their best when Kenneth Walker is involved, when he's playing at a high level. I mean, you look at the numbers. There's a correlation between the games Kenneth Walker plays well and the games the Seahawks win. It's not a coincidence between the two. And, I mean, you look, think about this. This season, when the Seahawks have rushed for over 100 yards, okay, it's happened six times, and just team rushing, not just even Kenneth Walker, just as a whole, 100 total rushing yards. They've won every game. Best in the NFL this season. You run the football well, you win the game. Simple as that. Use Kenneth Walker. He's your best back. Let him go. Let him have a big day. You're going to be in good shape. Who's the player that needs to step up? I've mentioned Kenneth Walker here. What do you guys think? Way in that comment section, give me a name that comes to mind of a player that uh, you think needs to have a big day for your Seattle Seahawks. A reminder, join us coming up on Sunday, bright and early, for our Seahawks-Titans watch party as we'll be live here on the channel. Our coverage will begin around 9 a.m. on the West Coast. Kickoff at 10. Uh, you will not want to miss it. Me and Smitty are going to be here. We'll celebrate Christmas accordingly. Start off your Christmas Eve with us. No better way to celebrate Christmas holiday than uh, spreading a little holiday cheer in a Seahawks win with one another right here on Seahawks Today. We'll see you then coming up on Sunday. Number three, let's talk defense now. Derrick Henry. I like Derrick Henry a lot. I'm not going to lie. I have been a fan of Derrick Henry since his days at the Alabama Crimson Tide. This guy is just built different. And when you look at this Tennessee Titans team, with what they've done, okay, they have built this entire offense around Derrick Henry. They are only successful. The only time this offense works is if Derrick Henry plays well. What the Seahawks have to do is they have to make this Tennessee team one-dimensional. Take away Derrick Henry and whether it's Will Levis getting the start or one of these other bum quarterbacks there in Tennessee, I'll take my chances. To beat me with your passing game? Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. Derrick Henry's only averaging about 3.8 yards per carry. That's one of the lowest, if not the very lowest, of his entire career. That's what I'm doing. Shut down Derrick Henry, and the Titans basically don't have a chance if you're able to take him away. Number four on our list, winning the turnover Battle going to be very crucial for this Seahawks team to take care of business when it comes to both protecting the football, but also on the defensive side of things, of getting an extra possession or two, potentially. Um, you know, there, there's no reason why the Texans should have extra chances to get the football and go score. Don't make this game any harder than yourselves. We've told you about how this is a game that there's no reason why the Seahawks 
should lose, that they should be able to take care of business, right? You do not want to do anything you can to leave that door open. Think back to Monday, right? Seahawks won the turnover margin in that game against Philly. Uh, two to nothing, right? And it was, I, I find there's no coincidence, folks, the first time in five games that the Seahawks won the turnover battle. Imagine that. What happened in that stretch? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Seahawks lost four in a row. Win the turnover battle, you win. Hmm. But wait, there's more. I got more goodies for you. Some good old uh, stocking stuffer stats, courtesy of Santa Jones. The Seahawks are 3-7 and seven when having a turnover margin within one of opposing teams this season. So, simple as that, right? How about our guy Julian Love? I got a spotlight, our guy Julian Love. Can't talk turnovers without mentioning Julian Love. He's my player to watch this week. Coming off a game where he had a season-high two interceptions, uh, only allowed two catches. wasn't just the interceptions, but also the passer rating. And his overall grade was great, too. Look out for Julian Love potentially make some plays. I don't know if Jamal Adams is playing or not, but Julian Love, given the opportunity to go shine, he can go take that and face it mediocre, mediocre quarterback play. Here's a golden opportunity for Ju- Julian Love to really show off and do his thing. If you win this, your odds go up past 50% to make the postseason. Will they make the postseason? Are the Seahawks playoff team? Y for yes, N for no, C for yes, no for no. You, you get the idea. Way in the comment section, let us know. Last but not least, Boye Mafe, where you been? Hello, Boye, where are you? I mean, Santa Jones is back. I got cookies. I uh, got presents for you, but you at least got to show up. You're you going to open the door for me? Let me come in? I mean, you might as well put Boyer on a milk carton at this point. You, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Some, some of you may be too young for this. But back in the day, uh, when we would go to the cafeteria and get the milk carton, chocolate or white milk, I was a chocolate milk guy myself, you turn the back of the milk carton, and there would be a child that was missing. Sometimes they ran away. Sometimes they got abducted or whatever. But uh, that was the sign. Like, if you were a missing kid, you were on the back of a milk carton. For the Seattle Seahawks, Boye Mafe has been on the back of a milk carton, basically, because he's just disappeared at this point. Right? Where are you, Boye? I mean, you look at it. He's gone five straight games without a sack after having a sack in seven straight games. Boye, we know you're capable. We've seen what you can do. I mean, he was having a phenomenal year up until that point with seven sacks. Uh, a forced fumble, seven tackles for loss. I just want that Boye Mafe to come back. Well, the real Boye Mafe, please step up to the plate. That's all I ask. That's all I want for Christmas is for Boye Mafe to come back and play to his full potential. So to recap, our keys to victory for a Seahawks win. Don't play from behind. Beat Kenneth Walker. Do not, and I repeat, do not let Derrick Henry go off. Win the turnover battle, okay? Got to do what you can to make life easier on yourselves. Go get those extra possessions. Don't hand over the easy stuff to Tennessee. And Boye Mafe, please, wake up. It's Christmas. Please. Those are my keys to victory. The Seahawks do all those things. They'll be in great shape. I like the Seahawks by double digits on the road this week. I feel like, I feel very good that the Seahawks go two in a row they win it 32-17. How about you? Predict the score for me in the comment section. Who wins? What's the final going to be? Let us know. My Christmas present to you is a free subscription to Seahawks Today. Subscribe now. Join us for our watch party coming up on Sunday, and we'll see you then. All right. Uh, halfway home. Stock up, stock down. Coming up next. Uh, on today's show. Uh, Smitty, uh, I saw you laughing. You liked that Santa Jones bit? Santa Jones was good. I, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You're a little skeptical, I think, about the milk carton analogy. The milk carton analogy, once it was explained, well, I knew it. I, I knew, obviously, missing kids when I milk for milk cartons. I thought it was a good analogy, actually. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were worried. You went to that next graphic quick. I, I, I was, I, I thought oh, you were. Oh, because, oh, only because, um, 
because you were you're mentioning that he went six, seven games out of seven. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were in panic mode, like, oh, no. No, did he, no, no. no I didn't, did he I didn't. just go there? Oh, God. No, you know, I didn't like, hate okay. It. okay, okay. I'm not getting canceled. That's good. Uh, no, we, we're not pro-cancel culture around here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere, folks, despite what some of you may want. Uh, name a player that needs to step up this week for Seattle. Wayne says, good call at Boye Mafe, Tyler. Smitty, how about you? Who's the guy that comes to mind? Who needs to step up this week? Ooh, um, a guy that needs to step up this week. Interesting. Um, uh, give me, hmm, give me uh, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams, okay. I, he, he, play, he, he didn't play uh, poorly last week. He played pretty well. But different, different beast this week with, sure. uh, it, it, with the back, backfield of Derrick Henry. Right. Uh, this is an odd matchup because this is a team that truly is one-dimensional. You have to stop the run this week. Absolutely. You do have to stop the run. And it's funny because you have to stop the run. One of the NFL's best runners behind one of the NFL's worst offensive lines. So, yes, yes it's definitely going to be easier than the last time you played the Titans and Derek Henry went for 230 on you. But... Uh, it's still going to be a challenge. Derrick Henry's still a beast, and he doesn't really go down after one tackler. So it's going to be a group effort to get him down on the ground and uh, limit that run game this weekend. Yes. All right. Uh, did, did you ever remember the milk carton? Did you have those when you were in school uh, with the missing kids? I don't kids? know if there was ever a missing kid. I mean, I knew it existed. <laughs> I, I don't know if there was ever actually a local missing kid <laughs> on our milk cartons. But I, I shouldn't I be laughing, that but that's existed. bad. Oh, my gosh. Uh, stock up, stock down time. Uh, we will uh, tell you who's trending in the right direction and who's trending in the wrong direction. Hmm. Here in just a bit. Also, we got a uh, Q&A mailbag segment ahead. Hashtag Seahawks or Super Chat to get on the mailbag segment. Want to hear from more of you guys, what, uh, what you guys got for us. Uh, so feel free to uh, send in those questions. Uh, for that mailbag segment, like Wayne, Virgil, Thano, uh, Art, seeing you guys in the chat. Get those questions in for that mailbag segment because we'll be doing that right after this next uh, stock up, stock down segment in uh, just a bit. Uh, Smitty, we all set? All right. Yes. Uh, Samuel says, who's starting quarterback? Well, uh, Samuel, in the update we just gave you a few moments ago, uh, we told you that Gino is back at practice at full strength today. So, uh, barring a setback, it should be Gino starting on Sunday against Tennessee. Um, how many of y'all been to Nashville, by the way? What a place. Um, Wayne mentions, you know, because it's in Nashville, he's got the Hawks in a close one, 27-24. If any of you are making the trek out there, I am your guy. I am a Nashville aficionado when it comes to that city. If you need any advice, any places to go uh, for the game this week, I am here to help uh, because that that place, like, you got to go on Broadway. Kid Rock's Honky Tonk is probably my favorite spot. And I love Kid Rock, too. I met Kid Rock, actually, ironically enough, in Nashville a couple years ago. Uh, Kid Rock, great guy. Um, let's see. that That's my favorite place. Uh, I do love Aldine's. Jason Aldine's got a good spot. Uh, Tootsie's is another classic. Uh, have you been Have you been to Nashville, Smitty? I haven't. I have a good buddy who currently lives in Nashville, though, so I'm sure I'll be making my way out there soon. Me and uh, Chase Sr., our, uh, our fellow 49ers and Eagles host here, we've been talking about making a road trip out there. What are these? That, that might be a, a summer venture of some sorts here. All right, uh, let's get going here. Stock up, stock down. Who's trending in the right? In the wrong direction. We'll tell you here on Seahawks Today. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Stock up. Stock down. Who is trending in the right and wrong direction? We'll tell you here on this edition of Seahawks Today as your Seattle Seahawks come in off of a big-time win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now they're back to 500, right in the thick of the playoff picture. More to come in just a moment. Before we do, Sunday, you know how things roll around here on Seahawks today. We spam Sun, we spam S in the chat for that Seahawks win. Everybody gets fired up. It's a rallying cry. And so here's what I want you to do right now. Stop whatever you're doing and just spam S in that comment section as a warm-up for Sunday. 
Let me know how excited you are. You want that Seahawks win? You believe in this Seahawks team? Spam us in the chat right now for that Seahawks win, and we'll get started with today's show. Stock up. Let's begin with Kenneth Walker, the Seahawks running back, who played very well on Monday night against the Philadelphia Eagles. And for me, it was more than just about Kenneth Walker. It, I thought it reflected well on the offensive line. That was the best the O-line's played all season, as far as I'm concerned. Even with uh, you know Drew Locke taking snaps and having to protect a different quarterback and the adjustments that requires and everything, the offensive line stepped up. But Kenneth Walker looked very good, not just as a rusher, but as a receiver as well. And Kevin Walker still with a chance with three games left to get to 1,000 yards on the season here. For me, as I have said many, many times before, even this week on this very program, that when the Seahawks run the football well, they win. It's that simple. Kenneth Walker is your best running back, and they need to continue to feed Kenneth Walker. Go back to your identity. You're a run-first football team. Use Kenneth Walker to your strengths, and watch out. You'll be in good shape. Stock down. This one's pretty obvious for everybody. Jamal Adams. Woof. Um, this season has been bad for Jamal Adams. No one is going to beat the bush around that. This has been the worst season of his career. And I'm going to be frank. If I'm the Seahawks, I would seriously consider cutting ties with Jamal Adams right now and shut him down for the rest of the season. Because all the smoke, right? You know, you kind of point to things and you can figure out what's what's going on. We hear the reports a couple days ago that he was a healthy scratch and he wasn't at the stadium and he wasn't around the team. And then we know about his performance, how much he struggled, how bad he's been. We saw him get in the fight with the Jets reporter on social media and attack that guy's wife. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and all that, everything's just been bad for Jamal Adams. He has been a liability. There's been way more bad than good. It's not cheap. I mean, you're looking at $20 million over the next two seasons. And the way Seattle played on Monday without him, how much better they looked and how well Julian Love stepped up. Even if Jamal Adams is healthy, I don't think there's a reason to play Jamal Adams right now. I, I would sit him on the bench and I would let the, the other guys step in and do their thing. Because Jamal Adams, he ain't it. He very well might have played his last game with the Seahawks. Is it time to move on from Jamal Adams? Type HY for hell yes. Type HN for hell no. What do you think of Jamal Adams? I've made my point very, very clear. Now you get to make your point with our pinned comment today. Let us know what you think. Today's show is sponsored by Game Time. Game Time is a place to go for tickets to... Sporting events, concerts, theater productions, comedy shows, and more. The best seats for the lowest prices. Guarantee. Here's how it works. Let's say you chose a Seahawk game. You then select the prices. And from there, you get to choose your seats. Now, you might have a flash deal pop up that you can't deny that you say, I got to have that seat. You get the visual, see if you like the seat or not, if it's for you. Then within moments, you're checking out on game time, and you're getting your tickets. Uh, whether it's on Apple Pay, Google Pay, it's very easy to use, and you can have them instantaneously. You can decide on a whim, you know what? Yeah, I do want to go to that Seahawks game. I do want to go to that Shane Gillis comedy show. I don't know. Whatever you're feeling. Game time's got you covered. Link is in the comments and description of today's video. Promo code SeahawksJat, $20 off. It is a deal that we are offering. Here on Seahawks Today as a Christmas present to you. $20. Save some money. Do it, please. Download Game Time Today. Link in the comments and description of today's video. Proud partner of Seahawks Today. Stock up. Drew Locke. It would be wrong for us to do this segment and not mention Drew Locke and what he's done uh, with this Seahawks team and how well he played on Monday night. And here's the thing. Drew Locke. I loved his approach of what we saw on Monday where he wasn't doing anything that he wasn't supposed to do, right? He, he did not go rogue. He managed the game for three and a half quarters, and then he made the necessary throws 
that he had to make in the fourth quarter. If Drew Locke played like he did on Monday in the first couple of years of his NFL career, he'd still be a starter right now, if we're going to be frank. Uh, to me, that showed a lot of confidence, a lot of poise. If that's the version of Drew Locke that you have to be your backup quarterback, if that's who he is, who we saw on Monday, he could be my backup quarterback for the next 10 years, and I'd be happy. If that version is real, if it's here to stay, I'd be more than okay with that. I thought it was a big night for Drew Locke. I was happy for him. How could you not be? How could you not be romantic about football and what we saw from Drew Locke? To me, more of that going forward. Stock down, Boye Mafe. I love Boye Mafe. You guys know that. You've been watching this show. I was hyped uh, just a couple years ago when he got drafted. And and here we are, you know, off to – he had a fantastic start to the season. Looked like one of, if not the best players on this defense with seven straight sacks. But where the hell did he go? They just disappeared, just wandered out of the room, hasn't come back. We have not seen the same player that we saw earlier this year with Boye Mafe. And as we head towards the postseason – as the Seahawks are trying to make this run to make the playoffs, this team needs that version of Boye back. We need the guy that had seven sacks in seven games. I mean, and it's not even just the sacks. His numbers all around have been down the last few weeks. So, Boye, please, wake up. Let's get back to those ways and really just crank it up a notch as we get through this home stretch. We know he's capable. We know what he can do. Now it's just got to get back to it. I've mentioned a couple of guys that have their stock down. i got one more to get to in just a moment. Who's been the most disappointing player for the Seahawks this year? You can be real with me here for a second. Who's caught your eye that has not done what they were supposed to do? There's a hint. There's some very obvious answers to this. What do you think? Name them in the comment section. Let me know. Stock up. Got to talk about Julian Love. Man, I loved what I saw from Julian Love. No pun intended. Um, Julian Love was fantastic. Um, and remember, he got off kind of to a rough start to this season. He was kind of out of place. He really wasn't on the same page, couldn't figure out his role with this Seahawks defense. And now he's come into his own, and he's shown his ability to not just perform at a high level, but lead this defense. And his attitude, everything about it has been awesome to see uh, for Julian Love. And now we're talking about a guy that's got four interceptions, two in the last game. Um, I got to tell you, him out there, not Jamal Adams, night and day difference. I'm excited for Julian Love. And hopefully there's more of this to stay. But to me, just as the year's gone along and everything, it's a step in the right direction for Julian Love. And Certainly excited for him and what he's done this season. Hopefully some more good memories to come here in the coming weeks. Name a breakout player for the Seahawks this season. Who is somebody that caught your eye that maybe you weren't expecting or took a huge step forward? We've talked about a couple on today's show. Get in that comment section. Let me know who comes to mind that's been that breakout for Seattle. Last one on stock down. Got to talk offensive line. Rookie Anthony Bradford. Uh, we mentioned earlier, when talking about Kenneth Walker, how well the offensive line played uh, with maybe their best performance of the year in that win against Philadelphia. But let's be real about Anthony Bradford for a second, okay? He is, statistically speaking, go to PFF, go look these numbers up for yourself if you don't believe me, one of the worst pass blockers in the entire league. And he was struggling there on Monday night. Um, it has me concerned as far as his future goes beyond this year if he should be the full-time starter because the direction this is headed is Anthony Bradford, in all likelihood, is going to have that job full-time in 2024. And I know that he hasn't allowed a sack, but that doesn't tell the full story here. Anthony Bradford is struggling. The interior of that offensive line, not so great there. But Anthony Bradford, if I'm Seattle and I'm looking to this draft, I'm at least bringing in somebody to compete with Anthony Bradford at the very, very least, if not somebody to take his job as far as that goes. Thanks for watching this edition of Seahawks Today. Don't forget, spam us 
for your Seattle Seahawks. Show them some love, and we'll see you next time here on Seahawks Today. All right. Final segment uh, before we wrap up. Um, we will do our uh, Q&A mailbag, hashtag Seahawks, or, uh, or Super Chat to get on this mailbag segment. Super Chats get a uh, priority. And uh, then we'll do, <clears throat> uh, from there, we'll kind of wrap things up. But uh, get your questions in now. And uh, let's, I know, Smitty, we could certainly use some more questions in the chat. I, I haven't seen a ton of questions We need in. questions. I don't think we have any from you guys yet. Um, Wayne makes a point. He says, Stop off on the Bradford slamming. He's a straight-up beast. He's tough with an edge. He may be tough and all that, but, I mean, the guy can't pass block. I mean, he, he can't. I'm just being real with you. Um, hopefully, he turns things around, but it is uh, it's not been great. So, um, name a breakout player for the Seahawks uh, this season. Checking in the chat. Wayne says Anthony Bradford. Okay, so we get a big Anthony Bradford defender and Wayne there. Uh, Cincinnati Seahawks, uh, see your question. Thanks for that. Be like Cincinnati Seahawks and use hashtag Seahawks or Super Chat to get on that mailbag. Um, like, I- I'm seeing some people. Chat's been very active today with, like, Chris and Wayne and Phoebe and others, but we can't put you on the mailbag unless you Super Chat or you use that hashtag Seahawks. Uh, our software requires that hashtag or Super Chat to get that on screen. So uh, send in those questions, and uh, we'll react to them here in uh, just a bit. Uh, final segment uh, on this Wednesday, uh, your last chance to get on the show uh, before we uh, wrap up here. Mailbag time. Uh, we do these every week and uh, certainly need some more questions coming in. Uh, who else is in the chat here? Uh, Phobia, Samuel, James is bored, Gorlock. Yeah, guys, Casey, get me some questions. Get me some questions. I- I'll tell you this right now. Like, I- and I don't know why it's taking so long for you guys to send in some questions here. You, th- there is about a about a ninety nine percent chance if you send in a question today, you're probably getting on the mailbag. Um, and if you think of any more as we're going along then uh, feel free to send in some follow-up questions as we're uh, going through the show. But uh, let's see. Cody, Wayne, Casey, there we go. Chin of 13's got a question. Casey's got a question. Um, there's a couple. That's good. Cincinnati Seahawks. All right, we got we got a few so far. I need a few more, then we'll kick off. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Virgil, I, I know you got some commentary, man. Virgil got a question earlier. He got one in? Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Okay, there we go. Brant's NASCAR. All right. Good With question. a question. Brant's NASCAR? Have, have I seen you here before? I don't know. I've seen you here before, at least with a question. anyway. One crazy Florida guy. We'll get to you first with your super chat. We'll, uh, we'll take that off the top. Nice. Um, I think we got enough to get started. And uh, if you guys think of more, then uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, hashtag Seahawks or Super Chat to uh, get those questions in. Chin of 13, you got a couple. So, uh, yeah, we're in good shape. All right. Final segment, uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. So, hashtag Seahawks, Super Chat to get on the mailbag segment. Smitty, we all squared away? All right. Here we go. Seahawks Today coming up in just a moment, but first, the real ones here on Seahawks Today are not just the subscribers, but what we call the Noti Gang. Those are the folks that have their notifications turned on to Seahawks Today. For the latest happenings on your favorite team, we got you covered. If the Seahawks make a move, if there's breaking news of some sorts, we're going to make a video as quick as we can here on the channel. So if you love your Seattle Seahawks, you need to not just subscribe, but join the Noti Gang. Let us know in the comments section if you're part of that Noti gang. Spam Noti gang in the comments and uh, hit that Noti bell to turn on notifications to stay alert with your Seattle Seahawks. Mailbag edition of Seahawks today. Let's answer your question starting with a uh, $5 super chat from one crazy Florida guy. 
I can tell you this right now, there's a lot more than just one crazy Florida guy. Uh, he says, do you think Tyler Lockett will get his fifth season over 1,000 yards? I was looking this up today. I believe he's around 750, somewhere around that range, I think is the, is the number that he's at right now. Three games to go. I would lean towards no. It's going to be very close. And he's capable, but think about this. You got to still distribute to DK, to JSN, to Noah Fant. They got to run the football too. Uh, tall task ahead for Tyler Lockett, and he's been automatic, 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 the last several seasons of having a thousand yard years. Unfortunately, if I were to guess right now, I would think that streak probably comes to an end. The Smitty Committee writes in: Will Tyler Lockett return next season? Uh, glad you asked that. As far as uh, Tyler Lockett goes. Man, you know, that that to me, I would lean towards yes, but not confidently. Um, he's getting paid a lot of money. He took a step back. We've seen JSN's role increase with this Seahawks team. Um, I mean, the future is in JSN, right? It's DK and it's JSN as your top two receivers. Uh, for the future. I mean, we might even be talking about next year. I think we will be talking about where JSN assumes the number two receiver role. And Tyler Lockett moves to the number three spot. I mean, I, I think he's back, but it's not a foregone conclusion just yet. Maybe this is where Schneider tries to capitalize and get something out of Tyler Lockett. I lean towards that he's back, but not uh, a 100% guarantee. Should the Seahawks Go ahead and trade off Tyler Lockett now and get something out of him. It's our pen comment today. What do you think? T for trade, K for keep. Is it time to move on from Tyler Lockett? Weigh in that comment section. Let us know if you believe he should be moved. Sad Sherman writes in, what are the chances the Seahawks bench Geno Smith for Drew Locke? Now that, I can tell you, at least for this week, is settled. Zero. Not happening. Not having it said, Sherman, they're not benching Geno Smith. Uh, Drew Locke played well on Monday. No one's denying that. He did a great job for a backup. At the end of the day, he's still a backup quarterback. Drew Locke could be my backup quarterback for the next decade, and I'd be thrilled. If, if the Seahawks got that version of Drew Locke as their backup quarterback, what we saw, I'd be more than okay with that. But he's still your backup. Geno, say what you want about Geno. I know that he's had down here and everything, and Hasn't quite, you know, been, been to the expectations that we've seen from Gino, you know, from last year. But Gino still, I would want in crunch time over Drew Locke of making some of those necessary throws and the ability to stretch the field and command the offense. This is still Gino's team. He's still the better quarterback, unless. Geno just looks awful and isn't 100% healthy and all that. There's, there's just no way that's going to happen. Now, next year, it's going to be an interesting story. Is Geno going to be back? Are they going to bring in somebody else? Or is it Drew Locke potential? What do you guys think? Should Geno be the starter next year when the Seahawks open up the 2024 season? Let me know. Why for yes, in for no. Today's show is sponsored by Prize Fix. Prize Fix is the place to go for daily fantasy made easy. Here's how it works you pick two or more players in any given category from fantasy points to passing yards, pass completions, and more. And you can mix and match different leagues NFL, college football, maybe some NBA, NHL, MLB, all sorts of stuff to choose from. And this week, you know that I had to go with a couple of Huskies. With the college football playoff around the corner, Washington taking on those Texas Longhorns. Uh, I'm going with the more on the one-two combo of our Washington Huskies uh, with, with Michael and and the gang. Like th- these guys are just just awesome. I'm going with more on both these guys. And then our old guy Russ this week. I got less than 202.5 passing yards uh, in their matchup. Let's say I put twenty dollars down on this then that can turn into $100 on PricePix. So, what are you waiting for? Link is in the comments in the description of today's video. PricePix.com slash CLNS. Promo code CLNS for a $100 deposit match. 
Price Picks, proud partner at Seahawks today. Cincinnati Seahawks are right in. We're on to Cincinnati. If we do end up going 10-7, and seven, how deep do you think we can go? 10-7, and seven, I think at that point you're probably looking at a opening round matchup against the Lions. I think you can beat the Lions. Already beat them on the road this season. Beat them on the road last year, too. Um, so then you're looking at the divisional round. And then, I mean, what? You could be playing at that point, just off the top of my head, what? Dallas, Philly, San Fran. Um, I mean, you went toe-to-toe with Philly. Uh, you Or you beat Philly. You went toe-to-toe with Dallas. The only team I would really fear is San Francisco. I mean, best-case scenario. Absolute best-case scenario conference championship. Um, but it's going to take a lot still to get to that point. One game at a time, as they say. Virgil, my guy, writes in, does Rick Wollin need to sit down the rest of the season and properly heal? He seems to need fundamental help. He can work out in the offseason. Eh, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say whether he needs to sit out or not. But it has been a sophomore slump. It has been a down year for Rick Wollin. Has it been what we expected to see out of him? Um, you know, but I, I'm not – Concern. I think Rick Wollin's going to step back up. He'll bounce back and and, and be okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily know if if him sitting is going to be the resolution here, but uh, we'll see. It's a good question. Cody writes in, do you think Seattle will draft a linebacker high to eventually become Bobby's replacement and train under his wing? Love for 54. So this is one thing that I, I, I think kind of gets old. Okay, the idea of that you bring in a player to sit under a guy like I, I I get it for a quarterback, but the expectation should be for about any other position that if you bring in a guy, you're bringing them in to compete with the expectation of them trying to win a starting job from day one. So I'm not sitting here trying to draft a guy and be like, well, he could replace Bobby one day, and you know we're all going to sing Kumbaya and drink chocolate milk together. No, no, no. If I'm drafting a guy with the potential of like, hey, I want him to be my starter one day, I want him to be my starter right now and have the capabilities to do so. So maybe you do draft a linebacker, but it's not with the idea of like, oh, they might replace Bobby one day. No, no, it's to go ahead and compete. See if he can take Bobby's job as far as I'm concerned. Why not? Go hard. Go compete. Now, the likelihood of beating out Bobby Wagner is another story. But no, no, no. The idea shouldn't be like, ah, he could train under his wing. No, no, go compete. Best man wins. France NASCAR writes in. Drive fast, eat ass. Uh, Hashtag Seahawks. You think we should try and trade for a QB with potential that has not looked well? Mac Jones. Zach Wilson, Malik Willis for cheap, or just go ahead and draft. Draft. Mac cooked. Zach Wilson never was. Malik Willis never was. I, I don't want to retread. The only one I might consider is, is Justin Fields. Uh, he's shown some flashes, and he hasn't been set up to succeed in uh, Denver. Uh, Smitty, what did you say? Oh, uh, yeah, we tried that with Drew Locke. It didn't work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not interested – and doing the retread route. That's that, you, know, you go to the recycle bin for a reason. I'm, I'm staying away from the recycle bin. But Brent NASCAR, uh, great question. Daytona will be here soon enough. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications. Stay alert. What's going on with your Seattle Seahawks? We got you covered here on the channel. See you next time.